We hold these truths to be self-evident. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new governments laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. I'm so glad that you guys were able to make it tonight. I am looking for Shaka. I don't see him quite yet, but he'll be here in a moment. I want to play something for y'all because we're going to do something a little different today than we normally do because there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of distractions and we are going to cover some of those today. So give me uh, one quick second. Um, we have celebrities who are very open now about discussing some of the rituals that they're performing and doing and maybe i won't be playing it because something is up here hold on there we go so i don't know if y'all saw megan um fox talking about her um her her husband um drinking each other's blood and that's apparently okay to discuss normal now like that's what we're doing. <laughs> and so we're going to discuss some other things that's going on in Ukraine, um, why that's important. I'm going to get to that too, because Biden's sending them a lot of money. And we really have to ask ourselves, why? There's no way Ukraine can beat Russia. So why are they doing sending all this money to this country? Um, I, I also have some other things I want to cover too, discussing how they have sanctuary cities for stuff, for people who are coming here illegal, illegally but we don't have sanctuaries here as citizens in America when it comes to our rights and our liberties. Um, so I wanted you guys to hear out of the, the and I, I don't know if I want to call her a dude or not, but I saw something really big in her throat and it was moving up and down. 
I don't know, but let's let's just hear it from her mouth herself. One second. Let me rewind it. Imagining us with like goblets and we're like game of like I guess I guess drank each other's blood might mislead people or like people are imagining us with like goblet and friends drinking each other's blood. It's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only <laughs> it is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it he's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like take my soul let me bleed on you <laughs> it doesn't not happen let me tell you maybe not exactly like that but it a version of that has happened many times that's creepy why would you tell people that? And she literally said it was a ritual. Mm. Shaka, hey, I'm glad you made it. Yes. <laughs> All I can say is yikes. <laughs> yeah, just openly saying that. And that was posted by British Glamour with the UK. And like it's it's it has almost a million views on that one. It says Megan, MGK, Travis, and Courtney double date goals. And then she just has a bunch of pictures of herself. And I'm just like, they've gotten so comfortable that they're just freely talking about the rituals. Like, who? what kind of ritual are you doing? Where did that come from? Drinking blood. Yeah. Well, you know, that's been going on for a long time. They call them vampires. Um, yeah. You know, night walkers. Um, you know, that's, you got the sun. It's, it's really um, symbolic to, you know, the sun and the moon, moon worship and uh, different sun worship and everything else. So uh, we can take it. We can take it where we got to take it. But you know, let's just let's just say it's weird. Like they in in this in this, they're not hiding anything. So when have we become in society so bold where you don't hide stuff like this? Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm like, you know, you have people like, you hear the things like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. But when you see these people like uh, Lady Gaga, and this is important because you've seen her on stage with all the previous presidents besides Donald Trump. And when she was um, endorsing and performed um, before Biden was elected, not elected, you all know what it is. But um, before that, and then afterwards, he, she's performing at his inauguration. Um what is who is this woman? Where's her or her attachments? And why are these people mingling with our politicians? And the Rome, Romans, in a sense, they warned us against that when they started to fall. That you know, all their politicians were mingling with the celebrities. They they had open borders. It was it's a lot of stuff. So, um, ooh, America. But hey, so um, what that, if we get, go ahead. Go actually, ahead. Rome. I said I said, oh, Rome is what you want to say. So. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the replica um you know like as far as you hit you hit it out the part when you said celebrities politicians like once you start mixing those and then they say what give us you know bread and circus like absolutely so we wanted to get in do things a little different today right so we want to kind of like make sure that we're not sleeping right on the discussions of what's going on in ukraine um, what's going here nationally? Um, I have an issue. I'm going to bring up a little later, but I want to let you go ahead and, um, let them kind of get an idea what you're trying to do tonight. Uh, it's going to be a little different than, you know, the normal, um, setup. 
uh, you know, this mute got a little bit of, it got a little pause on it. Um, so tonight I wanted to, I wanted to do something different. I want to do part three next week. Um, only reason I want to do, do it different because I've been paying attention to a lot of stuff, um, as far as with politics or just world, uh, world news. And I think a lot of people are losing sight of it. And it's like, okay, I can do these receipts of, uh, Nexium and, 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 and Jeffrey, I can do it in my sleep. What's going on today? I want to, yes, we, we'll do part three next, next week. What's going on today? How can we, you know, we, Jeffrey Epstein can't save us right now. What can, what can we do to, to, to talk about what, you know, cause it works in segments. Um, you have, you know, the UK doing things different. You have, you know, the Russian, you know, Russia, um, Ukraine doing things a little bit different. You have, um, Asia, um, China, you have, um, Africa, South America. They're all working in, in as a machine, but they're doing different functions. And that's what a lot of people, when you, when you can't, you know, pinpoint the functions, then you're stuck on one thing. And, and a lot of us, we get stuck on one particular thing and we don't look at the whole, uh, picture as a whole, like a whole map is what I look at it like. So that's what I want to actually discuss. Um, the, some of the, some of the stuff that you see, um, our politicians doing is more important because we're over here but how it makes sense to uh, what our politicians are actually doing. And then when you look at to a, another region, why they go hand in hand. So pardon me if, you know, excuse me, don't beat me up too much. If, you know, we didn't do uh, part three today, we can do it next week. I promise you it'll be great. Uh, but I just wanted to, to talk about things that was, you know, going on today, like what's going on today, uh, what we need to look for um, I see a lot of people ignoring the food crisis that's that's going on that we need to actually be talking about all day because um, the food crisis is, is one of the biggest um, attacks that we're seeing that nobody's talking about. So, you know, pardon me if y'all don't, you know, don't just just inbox me. If y'all want to cuss me out, just inbox me. I got y'all next week. I'll make it up to you. Yeah, because it's definitely important. So, you know, on Monday, we had the young ladies come on who are fighting in Mississippi for, you know, property rights and things like that. Um, you please go back and make sure y'all check that out because there, this can be happening in your area right now. You may not be realizing it. Um, also, um, I had another show um, last week, Revenge of the People. We're discussing what they're trying to wipe out the small um farm businesses across the nation. This is also going to wipe out uh, what they're trying to push unconstitutionally through the um, animal and plant services, which is a branch of um, the, uh, oh my goodness, it slipped my brain. Oh, I can't remember the name, the, the main name of it actually. I slipped my brain, sorry. But it is a plant in um, um, animal services. Huh? You said a, a plant? They have America has a is a piece of another. You know how they have all these different agencies that regulate people and create laws and stuff, even though it's unconstitutional. So Got there's you. this one's just a branch of, of another big one. I, it's, I don't think it's the FDA. It could be FDA actually. I don't remember the big name of one. It's is it the is it the SES? Mm -hmm. We'll be playing the, the guessing game. Well, but the I'll actual be... department is the um, Animal and Plant Services, and they have the SBA 
um, send emails out, talk about, you know, we're going to get you guys' perspective and, you know, opinions on this, what we're trying to push, gotcha. which was written by veterinarians. And guess who was on the call? Animal rights activists. And they have SBA email addresses. So there's a lot of things going on where they're trying to like, but the whole food store is just what's going to happen when they get rid of the, the small um, farmers making all these regulations where they can't afford to do this. They literally want them to have uh, on-call, on-site veterinarians on their property. They, these are things they know they can't do. And these veterinarians are the ones who wrote these um, these policies, which is it's not constitutional. Uh, what they're doing, you can't. There's there's branches of governments, and then that's the executive branch trying to play as a legislative branch. Um, so that's that's a big deal. Uh, that's what's going on. This has been going on for some time, and it's crazy how they're they're so upset that Elon Musk is buying Twitter. But look at all, what all these other billionaires have bought up. Why is it normal and okay for Bill Gates to sit there and buy up all the farmland? That's that's who is this person? Um, so these things are really, really important and we have to discuss them. Also the thing with uh, Jenna, uh, wanting to quote unquote, what she says, protect Disney's constitutional rights in Florida, which they have special privileges. Others don't have. They basically have their own country where they can make their own laws and rules on there, um, over there in Disney. But she wants to sit there and say, she's going to defend them and their constitutional rights. Um, you guys can take what you want from that, but I think that's pretty fishy that she would do something like that. Um, and, you know, some may think that, you know, maybe she's a part of the whole problem, the ball and stuff. Maybe she's an opportunist. Not quite sure yet, but we're going to, we have to pay attention to um, how these people are moving. Again, the big, another huge red flag is the fact that you send in so much money to Ukraine. And if you don't know, Ukraine is a big um, hub for the, the globe on sex trafficking. And so where where are these people going with Russia over there? So where's the news on that? There's no news on it about those people, any of that. So why are taxpayers having in America paying for those people to be, quote unquote, free? Like I said earlier, we have um, illegals having sanctuary cities here, but we don't have a sanctuary in our own country. It's like these everyone else is welcome to have all these freedoms that we don't have. And it's just, and it's just going worse and worse. Um, also, um, Congress as a bill called 350, it's the HR 350. Um, I've, I've also covered that in the previous show this week, uh, where they're trying to deem uh, regular American citizens as, um, terrorists. Um, they're deeming it, oh, if they claim you as a white supremacist or giving themselves excuses to be able to spy on you, they're using January 6th to spy on you. It doesn't matter if you believe January 6th was uh, the most worst thing that happened in our nation. It doesn't matter if you believe it was um, a hoax if the CIA and everything was involved. It doesn't matter. What matters is they're trying to make legislation with that as an excuse to come after regular American citizens. You can, um, They can call you ISIS supremacists because you oppose Biden and his policies, and then they can spy on you and try to go through your money and everything else and, and deem you as a terrorist. And what do what is a terrorist? What happens to a terrorist? You're probably most likely you get you die. They're going to kill you or take away your freedom, your livelihood, and take everything you have away from you. These things are serious and then no one's really talking about it too much. But this is just this is just this platform. That's why we you know we have these conversations here. We got to not just keep it between us. We got to get this conversation out. All those different uh, episodes are already up and loaded. 
and it hasn't been, it doesn't seem like a lot of people have seen them yet. So let's get people seeing those things. But Shaka, what do you want to um, add about um, Ukraine? Um, I wanted to, you said, listen, you said so much that you basically cheated me right now. Like you said so, <laughs> like in the last two minutes, you said so much. And I'm like, you know how you want to say something and just like you got to cover your mouth. Like, oh, let it. Oh, let it no, let her talk. Like you said so much that I just wanted to come in and say, um, the last thing you just said before I before I lose uh, my train of thought because you just gave us a buffet of a list of things. Um, I think all those should be separate separate shows. But um, (laughs) you mentioned that I I said that the January sixth situation will be used. Um, I remember the the Patriots getting mad at me. I didn't want to call from the mic. Uh, the Patriots got mad at me because I was explaining how they're going to use the January the 6th um, event to come after everybody. And and one thing that I do on my page as far as on Facebook and then I had YouTube at the time was I was I was basically and this is a rude awakening. This is my views and only my views only. This has nothing to do with Donnie. Uh, make sure you separate the two. Um, you know, uh, we ignore a lot of in politics, uh, politics, we ignore race or that's the new thing to do is to ignore race. Then the other side weaponize race. All right. Let's, let's just be honest about it. One side weaponizes it. The other side ignores it that or try to ignore it whenever it's convenient. So I was breaking down some history for him um, about the Black Panthers on how a lot of a lot of the white community don't understand what the Black Panthers are. If you ask them, if you ask a normal white person, what is the Black Panthers? Even black people, you can ask them, what is the Black Panthers? They're gonna tell you, oh, these are a group of black people that didn't like white folks. Like, that's what they're gonna say. Period. Like, that's gonna be the 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 conception all down the down the board. Or you get the communist talk, like the oh, it's the communists, the communists. You know, this this this. They moved in. And it's like, okay, you want to go with that? That's still cool. They start locking up the Black Panthers, not because of hate towards whites. If, if people want to know they had white Panthers, um, that's that's the big secret that a lot of people don't understand is that they had white Panthers. Um, you know, we talk about we the people, they had all power to the people and they named all power to the people, black people, brown people, all power to white people as well. Read the whole read the whole, you know, con- conception of it. Uh, if you hear all power to the people, it doesn't mean all power to black people. It's all power to the people. The reason I'm bringing this up is at that time period, they were locking us up for years. So these January 6th people that's getting that got locked up at D.C., what they're doing, they're getting locked up under political under political laws that were that was put in to lock up the Panthers. And it's some Panthers. I see a lot of people crying about the January 6th people, which you should. You should be loud. You should be proud and go out there and fight. But you got to realize those Panthers from the 60s never killed anybody as far as the ones that's locked up still. They've been locked up since the 60s and they never killed anybody, never assaulted nobody. They just had they just had a mind frame of, OK, we got to get rid of this this current government that's oppressing us and put in a different you know, train of thought or a different establishment. They're, they're starting to use that on these Trump supporters. They're starting to use it on the MAGA folks. They're going to use it on anybody that opposes the government. 
and 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 you know people get mad at, at my at my stance because I'm just straightforward. This has been going on for a long time. Where were y'all at? Like everybody that say they're constitutionalists, everybody that say that they 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 pro this and pro rights and pro, where were you at? Because th- what they did was they told you that oh these these group of black people don't like white folks, and that was that was justification of locking them up without even looking into anything. They was locking them up because you know as far as the politicians were the ones that was crooked. Go go and look and see how many people that the Panthers put in that was running against a previous um a previous candidate of that that council or that county this was political it wasn't it wasn't just they don't tell you that cuz once you start once you start looking at it honestly it should be it, it, and this is what i got the slack on it should be embarrassing that you had you know black people in the black community running these running for office and getting these and getting these politicians out of there this is what the MAGA people were trying to do, but they can't do it because they're at odds with so many things and people just don't want to call a spade a spade. The Republican Party is trash. The Democratic Party is trash. It doesn't matter what what, what side you sit on, you got to come to uh, you know a conception that it's trash. So how do we change it as a people? That's where we got to start at. You said something. I just want to say that January 6th stuff is to spy on us. It doesn't matter if you believe it. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're white. The only reason I mentioned color is these laws that's going on or how they're locking up people that's, that's deemed, deemed a threat to society or, or a threat to America. They started that with the Panthers and they did that so they can lock us up in solitary confinement. You, you see these key words? Solitary confinement. Where is everybody from January the sixth? It's people that's been from the six. Imagine being, imagine being locked up in nineteen sixty something, and you've been in solitary confinement till today. Y'all crying about January the sixth when this when this Panthers has been locked up in solitary confinement since the sixties. I couldn't even imagine nothing like that. I would probably be crazy like the dude on Castaway, like. Like um, Tom Hanks on Castaway. These things go on in front of in, in our face, and then when people say, "Hey, you know, I'm not the happiest, you know, citizen. I'm not the happiest patriot. This been going on so long. We need to change it." But what's going on? They keep us divided by black and white or Republican and Democrat so so long that we don't have these talks. So whenever somebody brings this talk up, people get automatically defensive. What we need to do now is see and um see how we can change things which you see that they're playing chess too a lot of republicans say oh this person playing chess this person playing uh, 3d chess this person playing 5d chess you don't think that they play we might not like the democrats but guess what they play chess too and they've been playing for a long time so don't think that they're stupid because you got to realize they're they're stupid to you because you understand a little bit more than the average person but they're not stupid to the mass, the mass population that that's actually believing things that they're saying. So that's what, you know, we got to come to a conclusion that put, put, put aside the, you know, let's own the libs and let's own this and let's own the, you know, Republicans. And let's own, like, put that to the side. What's actually going on? Cause right now we're, we're, we're fueling the fire. And that's why I look at, you know, that's why I stepped away from, um, 
the Trump movement and the Trump administration and the Trump and the MAGA, I stepped away from that shit. I don't care who gets upset. I seen the same divide that I see on the left, but it's just used with different poli- with different policies. And normally they're used. It's the same. And I mentioned the Panthers for a reason. So it's the same. It's the same policies that they did back then. It's the same thing that's going on now. Now it's like everything is race. Everything, you know, Elon's African-American, you know, let's let's play. Let's own the libs. So now when they start coming towards or for the Patriots, the black community is going to sit back and, and cheer it on. Why? Because y'all playing on this person or let's own this party or, or let's own these group of people. And now that person is desensitized to Patriots or the MAGA people, just how people are, uh, white folks are desensitized to the black community. They think that, you know, that person deserves that. That person is a thug, a gangster. Okay, now you got the black community that look at white people say, oh, that person is a Trump supporter. The person is, you know, a fake patriot. That, that person, you know, this and that. That's that's what's actually going on. So once you start playing those games, you start to see both sides of the fence is really the same side. So you said something that just, you know, triggered a good trigger, but it's it's a good learning lesson as well. So. Absolutely. And um, that's why, too, like. Sometimes my shows, when y'all come up and y'all talk about just Democrats and what Democrats are doing, I, I'm like, I gotta stop you. You gotta stop doing that. Because I think at this point, especially the people who have been coming up and saying that and doing that, it's like, I've told you before, like, we're not gonna get anything accomplished if we just keep on letting them divide us. You gotta realize that if, if you're gonna sit there and defend Republicans because you think they're the lesser of two evils, then how can you how can you make an excuse for the fact that, okay, if, if um, illegal unconstitutional laws and policies, then how can the Republicans then come back and repel it, remove it when they got back in power? Well, that's now their power. So p- people have to realize, okay, well, I, Republicans are for free speech. No, they're not. So a lot of public figures went and started their own platforms. And who's getting all the shine? Their favorite public figures. Just like on Twitter. You can, if you're paying attention to Twitter, pay attention who gets all of the, the, who has millions of followers, who has all the likes, what's trending and what are they making trend? And then, and look how some of these people are created. Just like the figures, the rights do, the right side does as well. Y'all might get mad at me for saying this, but I think that whole lib for TikTok thing is really fishy. Um, a couple reasons. All of us were posting things from libs about lib- liberals and the things they were doing. I posted the, the black chick who's bald headed that was screaming about Kyle Rittenhouse and it went viral. But I had hardly any likes on myself because you can just repost it with like on iPhone, which it looks like just a video and the person where it came from, the names on the bottom. So they've realized, oh, this is a popular topic that a lot of people are talking about and they're sharing stuff from people acting crazy on TikTok. What's put on one platform? All the big names are reposting this account. And they, that's why that account grew to a million followers so quickly. It's not because necessarily like, oh, they just did so much great work. They took videos and criticized the videos from TikTok just like everybody else was. They pick and chose who they made one of their new public figures. Now this person 
who was supposed to be an anonymous account, <laughs> his own Tucker Carlson talking about, oh, they doxed me. And, and they're making a big story and all the big names are like, you're a hero. You've done so much for our community. But we've all been doing that. But this is the thing where they try to use that sheep mentality. Oh, everyone likes this account. This account gets all the likes and posts. We're all going to follow it. That's why you have people who make, this is more proof. These people know they'll make a fake account and pretend they're one of these public figures and they'll jump in like, Hey, this is a fake account. This is not, this is not, this is, they didn't get your, their account back. But if I were, so someone make a fake account for me, they wouldn't say nothing. They just let them keep on growing their account, pretending to be somebody they're not. Because that's what people do. They have this mentality. Oh, I have to follow this person because they're a popular conservative public figure. Same thing on the left. You have to realize, why won't they just use people who actually fight for the Constitution? Why do they have to create public figures? It's like uh, they get someone got the job. Someone had to agree to do what say whatever in order to you know get that name get that push so when we're looking at okay then how come this night finally they're talking about the whole thing with the the gop and the border finally this has been going on i've been calling it out for a couple of years but but no all of a sudden oh now it's a big deal everybody because they they're telling you what to think about and care about and feel and how to feel i'm sorry so now it's a big issue. Okay, Abbott, then how come you're not bringing up that this is an, an invasion? I've been telling everybody it's an invasion. He has a constitutional right to do something. And guess what? They're still not even bringing up the Texas Constitution or Arizona Constitution. They're just now like tiptoeing towards it. Because this is about the election. It's coming up at the end of the year in 2022. So they don't care about, they don't represent anybody. But they got us fighting each other wanted to kill each other over their division. They don't even have to do it themselves. <laughs> we could do it for them. And so, not us. Most people in this room probably get it. <laughs> but those who are listening, who are new, who may have first came across this podcast, that's what they're doing. It's easy to divide. So if you divide the country, it's easy to conquer them. You guys, all in these different categories. What's your skin? What gender are you? What gender did you make up that you are? It's it's crazy that people fall for it. I'm like, where's the common sense? Where is it? And I'm like, all these people who've been locked up for a long time and the people are like, oh, I still stand with Trump. Then, well, why did these people are still locked up? Why are those? Oh, I looked at the thing, too. It's um, they've been there for 50 years and then Biden just did some pardons. I need to go back and look at his pardons. But I don't think any of those people are on that, on that list. Shaka, did you look at that list of uh, Biden's? No, I, <laughs> I, I probably need to go. Yeah, it was. A, I probably need to go sit down and sit down and examine it. So you just gave me something to do. Gotcha. Yeah, he's got a list of people that he's pardoning, and I'm quite sure I don't. I don't. I was skimming through some of them, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know how he decided who his um handlers have decided who he's going to be parting um but he was taught but a lot of them were more so for um drug offenses non-violent drug offenses were one of people he was parting and i just think it's funny i just find it funny that he's a reason why one of the major reasons why those people were locked up in the first place and you're just now parting people if that's if you're going to pardon a few people because of that and it completely is 
against like what you were, why you were fighting for those laws in the first place? And why aren't you pardoning everybody for those same offenses? People don't think about that. Like, oh, let's cheer him on. He's freeing some people. Why doesn't he free everybody? It's it's political theater. But Shaka, go ahead. Nah, you, you you just said it again. Like I'm just gonna sit back and hold hold my hat out while you. <laughs> I'm gonna let you dance and I'm gonna hold the hat out and see if we'll throw some change in it. Cause, um, yeah, he shouldn't be pardoning anybody. Um, everybody should be released. Um, you know, like I said, as far as especially if you already did your jail time. You know, we're talking about people that have already done their jail time. Everybody should be released. But, you know, that that's, like you said, it's political theater. Like, it, it's, it's fake. It's like, a, I'm going to let this person out, and then I'm going to let this person go on tour and tell them how good J- Joe Biden is for the next election. Um, that's all that's, that's, that's all that is. Of course, if you let somebody else that, that's looking at um, two life sentences and you let them out on a pardon, you think they ain't going to come and sing all the praises to you and about you? Hell yeah, shit. You can if I was looking at life and Joe Biden let me out right now, guess what? I'll be on everybody's everybody's television screen. I'll be doing lives. I'll be doing spaces. I'll be doing podcasts. I'll be I will sing all the praises to Joe Biden. So it, it it's is really just a it's it's marketing. <laughs> it's like oh let me who am I let out? let this dude out right here like he seems like he got a lot to lose so or you know yeah and i think they probably vet them out and just let them. the people that they let out i think yeah oh sorry your mic is it's okay go ahead i thought your mic was off go ahead sorry oh, it's, it's a no you good but you said they vetting yes they are vetting they're not gonna let somebody out that you know that's about to you know trash talk them so yeah they vet them yeah, definitely. They are vetting these people, and I'm like, I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, deemed will sell out and praise Joseph Biden, like like you're saying, for this re-election, because what he got, he's got, they have said he's worse than Jimmy Carter, okay? So, he got to do, he's got to do something. And then, um, I believe, I, I believe it was you I was talking to about this, too, like, they're going to do something. So, they're probably going to, forgive all these student loans or something finally do they gotta do something in order to get the people to back up the democrats this time because the people are looking at gas prices looking at the cost of food the cost of living um they're they're looking at um okay we're okay you're you're helping ukraine like okay cool but like why are you not helping america you're seeing all this money so can we find someone else who's going to take care of america people and that's on both sides and um and also when you sit there and say, Oh, there's another thing too. Um, Elon Musk purchased Twitter. People's algorithms are a little now you have people can see what you're talking about now and your followings are going to go up. That's uh, for me I feel like that's like a dopamine. Oh. Oh wow, that's my freedom's back. Yes, this is good. And you let your guard down. And then you hear the Biden administration and talk about well, we need to cut down and on the social media platforms and them being able to spread misinformation. We had to have a whole department um, to fight this is misinformation. What does that sound like to you guys? That sounds a lot like what Hitler did with the media and the radios. 
making sure no one said anything against the government. You can't oppose the government. In America, you are allowed to oppose your government. You're allowed to say, I don't like what you're doing and not be deemed a terrorist. Hitler, he, he was to the point where I had Kitty playing on our watch last weekend. She was saying, hey, if you listen to another radio station, you're going to die. you get the death penalty. People weren't listening to any outside um, information. They didn't know what was going on in the outside world besides what was allowed to be shown to them. And then once you see what happened with the algorithms and stuff on Twitter, you see that a bunch of people on the left are losing accounts because a lot of their accounts have bots on it. Or you notice that they're getting ratioed by people like myself. And they have millions of followers because people really don't like a lot of things they're actually saying. They're just trying to control your perspective on what they're talking about and thinking as if people are sheepy. They'll go towards, oh, this was popular. No, it's not really popular. I actually looked at Joe Biden's stuff too. He used to get like a 30, 50, some thousand likes on his stuff. He, he's barely, he's barely, most on average I'm seeing he's getting about six or 7,000 likes on his stuff now. They can't have people seeing that. Absolutely not. So they're shaping your perspectives. They want you to be looking in whatever direction they're putting it. Right? Left? They're telling you which way to look. What is that? Um, Lion King. Everybody look left. Everybody look right. That's that. That's exactly what they're doing. And not looking at, you know what? We might be hungry soon. And if I try to go do, oh, you know, I'm hungry. Let me go start hunting. Oh, wait. They have all these laws and regulations and licenses I have to do to get this stuff. Well, darn, I should have cared. Instead of them talking, trying to blend the whole 2A stuff and then do all these regulations where it's so hard for me to go get food and feed my family. That's a right. That's your right to life, your prosperity. You have the right to eat food and get it. You have the, they're telling you how you can grow your plants. They're patenting things that are natural. They're trying to starve. This is, this is what happens. The government starves their nations. This, so me but it's always so oh, there should be no one starving in this world the government's doing it on purpose because they're trying to control people and they want to control the population too now I don't know if you want to bring up anything about the, the vaccines or if it's going to be another um thing coming out, but I saw something where they're talking about the bird flu. Um, I don't know if you saw that or not. And I think that's going to help them give themselves emergency, give themselves a more emergency authority again to do what they did in um, 2019 and 2020. Yeah. Um, like I said, yeah, I've, I've seen, it's going to be a few different variants of I got my hands up, quotations. Um, it's going to be a few different variants of, I'm going to say the mutation. They created mutations within us with these vaccines. So everybody's going to do a different, it's going to mutate into a different virus, um, a different strand. So now you're going to have to fend off all these different, every season is going to, is going to mutate into something different. It's going to mutate into something different. Um, that's basically to take your rights. Um, you know, like I said, as far as everything you see in front of you is to take away your rights. Um, everything, you know, and I wanted to say this, we can talk about this outside as well. Um, I agree with everything you're saying with the free speech and, uh, um, you know, just the, the back and forth with it. But I want to throw this monkey wrench in the game because, you know, I've been listening. I think personally, Elon Musk, 
um, why they why they did a big fuss over it. And like, yeah, this is political, whatever case be. I think he has um, right now. They're trying to clear Trump from a lot of stuff, and they're trying to prove something. If you, I don't know if you follow John Durham and everything else, uh, Durham reports and stuff like that. But um, I think Elon getting control over uh, Twitter and being being the sole controller over Twitter, I believe that they have communications that the FBI won't hand over. That's just that's just what just what I'm paying attention to. I think now Elon, they paid all that big money and now Elon has all the all the communication between the politicians and then who they're they're talking to overseas as well. So it's not just politicians talking to each other, senator, senator. It's is how they were communicating. Cause they they're they're that dumb and they're that cocky where they're communicating uh through the DMs. And all that is um obtained through you know, the person that runs Twitter is the person that's the sole controller. That's why Jack disappeared. And if you notice, Jack sided with, you know, Elon the other day, like, you know, do what you got to do, bro. Like, he kind of like washing his hands, like, do what you got to do. I'm going to support you regardless. I believe that they got the communications. That's just me. Like, you know, like I said, as far as just me watching who who's panicking and then me looking into the, the Durham reports, and seeing that, you know, some of these social medias don't want to hand over certain stuff. But if it was Trump, they was handing it over all day. Trump was getting hacked and his messages getting this, his messages going that, you know, y'all remember that time period. Even even uh, with the Julian Assange, they had Trump Jr. communication with Julian Assange, his, his DMs. It was out there. So I believe that this was this just me. And you got to realize that these politicians been going after Elon for what about two years now? They've been like just straight fans. So I think that I think it's, it's going to be a little bit of payback going on. That's just what I'm observing. I might be wrong, but I I I, I don't see you know Elon's um, buy as just simply freedom of speech. I see it as a big. It is freedom of speech if you think about it, but it's a bigger spectrum to what. That's just me. So. Just pay attention to that. You know, I don't want to plant. That's just a seed that I planted. Just start watching. Start listening to who's yelling. Start looking at what um, what arms of the law or, or what sections that they're using in America to try to stop them from getting it. And it, it makes more sense. I want to add to that piece what you were saying about the DMs. Because on April 27th, Elon Musk said Twitter DMs should have end-to-end encryption like Signal. So no one can spy on or hack your messages. And I I temporarily had Signal, but I, I was told Signal was a CIA app. And then people have, but he said Signal. He actually picked one. There's Signal, and then you have Telegram that people use. So I don't know if you saw him post that, but he posted on the 27th about those DMs. And I think it's very telling that you just brought that up, too. No, nah, I, I didn't even see that. So you just gave me something that I can probably go look into and, and see if it if it resonate with me or not but no this was just you know i i see i see the chat it's a, it's a fight going on um you know is it good or bad who knows but you know him and trump already talked they're like so i'm gonna buy i'm gonna I'm buy this 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 just if you if you think that you know what i'm saying doesn't make sense that's fine that's dandy i'm gonna i'm gonna pay billions of dollars to buy twitter Oh, and I just talked to Trump. I mean, 
Because I noticed that they was doing this. They Okay, so Trump put out his little letter talking about, ooh, true social number one above Twitter on the Apple app. <laughs> and then Elon Musk posted the same screenshot. And it was like, what, you, what was his response? Hold up. He posted that same screenshot and said, true social is currently beating Twitter and TikTok on the Apple store. And then the bottom, he says, true social, terrible name exists because Twitter censored free speech should be called Trump instead. I feel like that's the theory. Like, pretending like, oh, you know, not cool. But they, the same, like, Trump put that in his letter. He puts that on his tweet. Like, y'all pay attention because uh, I think Shock is on to something, as always. But I, really- I just I just sit back and watch. But I, I promise <laughs> you, I think it's something big, um, you know, and they're going to, since they can't, they can't use our institutes. Like, okay, Trump, I got my gripes with them. Um, you know, everybody should. If you just a pro anything, just a pro shocker person, you know, you know, you gonna set me for I got flaws too. Mm-hmm. Not has flaws too. Everybody here has flaws. But you gotta be if you know about those flaws and it's something that's presented in public, then you should call them out. Don't always be a hundred percent anybody. I don't care if it's me, anybody is not a hundred percent. Um what you're going to see right now is they know that the, the institutes within America, they can't win. It's, it's dirtied up. They can only beat it on the outside. I think that's what, you know, like I said, as far as for us troopers to come out here and, and say what we got to say. Um, do I look at anybody as a, as a savior or a hero? No. You know, like I said, this is something that common people are supposed to be doing, all of us. But, you know, they, they're not, we're not going to be able to beat these people. Like the guy that just um, they found dead with the um, the witness, the witness for or the whistleblower for whatever um, case was going on with the the Trump Trump, and then he got ties to the Clintons and everything else with the Russia situation. Like they kill them off. Like you can't. <laughs> like, huh? Seth Green? No, this is just this. Somebody it just happened yesterday. Oh my goodness! You oh. Talk, no, you talking about Seth Rich? Um, no, this just happened yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's somebody that had ties to um to basically expose, um the the plot on what was going on as far as during the elections and everything else. Why Ooh. do all these people come up dead? Like it's a pattern, and it's like you mean to tell me that the FBI can't break down a pattern, but we can't. Every last one of us in this room, for it's for it said it's forty four of us. Every 40, it's 44 people. We all can show a pattern where these people get killed if you got information on this certain person. Now, if that was me and you, guess what? We'd be locked up. If everybody, if, if me and you and, and, and people we had problems with, every last person came up dead and we had personal problems with that person or that person could have exposed us, exposed us, guess what? We're going to get locked up no matter what. Like, even if they can't prove it in the court of law, they're going to lock us up. It's kind of like when a person kills somebody and then they can't find the body, but they know that person killed that person. They still lock them up. It's all types of cases like that. So you mean to tell me it's over a hundred people who come up dead and they got all got beat. They all got beat for information on, on Obama, the Clintons or, or, or the, or the Bidens. They all just come up dead when they about to testify or like, come on, man. <laughs> so. This is why I, I this is why I stress that you cannot beat these institutes um, institutions in America. They're set up this way. They're set up the way to protect them, and we're the outsiders. 
and I think a lot of people are starting to, you know, and I'm, I'm going to bring race into it. I think a lot of white folks are starting to understand that now. Um, you know, like I said, as far as now, you know, since they, they mastered everything and it's been allowed to master stuff because they always use the black community for catalysts um, to put in extra, you know, when I mentioned the Black Panthers earlier, they use the black community as catalysts to put to push this agenda. Um, like the you get every every person, you know, that's a patriot say that, they, you know, they two way pro two way. But they won't, you know, oh, yeah, 2 a don't infringe, don't tread on me. But now they can't tell you how felons can't possess firearms. How did that how did that infringement happen? They use the black community for infringement. So now they use the black community as that catalyst. But guess what? White folks are harmed by that same catalyst that they that they allowed to go on. But they allowed it to go on because. They painted a picture that these bad guys over here, you don't want them with guns. Let's take away their rights. Now they're putting, now society and the government is putting that towards the white community saying, these are the Trump supporters. These are the white supremacists. These are the domestic terrorists. Let's take away their guns. And guess what? The black people saying, yeah, just how the white folks say, yeah, about felons having, having possession firearms. So that's why I brought up that divide. So I'm only here to teach. You know, like I said, as far as this, this is a missing link and, you know, black and white, I'm, I'm here to be that bridge. You know, some some people going to fight against it. Um, I, I seen Courtney post um, it's a war on drugs um, and Biden's letting out, you know, the drug peddlers. And I'm like, do you know who created the war on drugs? The war on drugs is a fictitious, you know, situation. The government is the is the drugs. How do you have a war on drugs when the government is the one? that's putting out the drugs and then call declaring war. Um, it's a lot of stuff that we need to sit back and we need to learn um, about each other's backgrounds first off. And this is why they keep us divided. So if you, if you, you know, take the time out to learn about each other's backgrounds, then you'll see that everything that's really a problem is presented by our government. So that's how, you know, there's it, no war on drugs. It's the war. It's actually a war on black folks. So let's just keep it 100. And that's always been. So, like I said, just watch history. I know this is not a Black Lives Matter speech. This is just history proof. Um, you know, it's no war on drugs. We didn't create the drugs. We don't have the transportation to go get the drugs. We don't have the boatings, the logistics, um, the chemists. Come on, like, look where, you know, what you need for, for the root of those drugs and look what country it comes from and ask yourself, did Tyrone go get that, go get the chemicals for that? So, yeah, it, it's, it's we got we got a lot, you know. If y'all gonna, y'all gonna work with the Constitution, um, I'm willing to help. If y'all want to work with people, you know, just being you know citizens in America, uh, I'm willing to help. But when it comes to that party stuff, um, I'm here to destroy that. So I'm not even about to, you know, pussyfoot around that. Absolutely. And then if you catch yourself re- repeating a slogan that you have heard in the past, like the war on drugs or certain things like pro-life or pro-choice, those things were were not a movement that we created ourselves. These people have created their own movements. I don't, I don't myself personally, I don't know too many movements in my lifetime that were, um, that made national news that were authentic, um, that the people actually started and pushed themselves. Um, like, like, uh, I guess for instance, uh, you know, walk away. It was a walk away from Democrat party to Republican party. 
it, it wasn't really an emphasis on your your actual rights and things like that. Now they have like educational shows like Prager U that would talk about those certain things. Sure. But that that stuff was is more so to get you guys to to join a, a particular party and support them and vote for them. It didn't. You don't see them actually doing anything for your rights. You don't see them actually really sharing things about things about the Constitution. Like very rarely. Um, honestly, like I don't like I said, I don't like very many people who are in office right now unless I've actually seen them talking about um, things that are going on or whistleblowing on what kind of legislation is being pushed. Um, in Congress or at the local level, because the whole the whole thing they were talking about January sixth committee, January sixth committee on the news and stuff. They're just talking about what happened to those people January sixth. They're trying to get rid of MTG um, and things like that. But they're, they, I don't, rec- I didn't realize they were writing up documentation and laws to deem people as terrorists. Where, where is where is all these big name public figures? Where where are they at? Why didn't they discuss those things? Are they they get they they're pop- oh yeah you're covered. We're not going to come after you. Just don't talk about it. What is that? And then you guys call these are your these are your leaders, your public figures. You can be led to the slaughterhouse by somebody just because they they they're real nice about it, smiling your face and everything doesn't mean they're not, they're out out there to, to help you. And then you have people like well what can we do? What, what what can we do? I I think we all of us really do know what we can, what we we should do. But people are just afraid. People are terrified of their government. They they see, okay, whenever someone good comes up there and trying to do something, they get targeted or they get they're they're losing life, or they they're locked up forever. And people are like, well, I just don't want that to happen to me. Well, then did you? Did, did it means you give up. Did we give up? Okay, so did they win? That's up to us to decide as people what we're going to do moving forward with this stuff. And whenever they tell you to look left or look right, look and see where they're trying to distract you from. The Congress has all this stuff on their website. What kind of policies are they discussing? Everything that they're pushing? Because people are thinking, oh, they're going to decriminalize marijuana finally. If you actually read it, that's, they're not doing anything to decriminalize marijuana. You can see that corporations help write those policies. They wrote those policies, and these politicians are doing it. These politicians aren't even reading all those things that they're signing. They they here's a check. Make sure your name's on it. Make sure that your name's on that. Make sure it passes. Because a, a lot of these laws that are unconstitutional, they don't benefit anybody besides these corporations or the government themselves making themselves bigger. And so, me honestly, I I can't get down. With the, the, any political party, I get frustrated. I honestly, I'm gonna be fair. I actually get more frustrated with Republicans and conservatives now than I do Democrats. At least Democrats are like, "Yes, yeah, screw you. We don't like you. The party, like, we're gonna do this in your face." Republicans will literally sit there and tell you, "Oh, I'm for you. Yes, I'm for you." Actually, I have a good example. Okay, so there's a dude, right? Going, oh, you as a chick, you're gonna go on a date with some dude, and he says straight up, "I'm not paying for your food. Make sure you bring your own money, and you may have to pay for mine." There's that guy. And there's a guy who's like, oh, it's an upstanding guy. I open doors for women. I'm good for you. I like, I, I take care of women. I am the manly man. And then you get there and you're paying for his meal too and yours. That's, a, that's what you're, that's what we're dealing with here. Hey, Stop hey, it. hey, I like a, I like a 2020, a two for 20 from Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I like I like a two for twenty for Applebee's. Go ahead and give me the the sizzling fajitas with the uh, 
you know, brown rice on the side. But, you know, what you just said, honestly, is, is definitely um, real as far as um, it's a whole it's a game of charades. And that's what that's what I'm not playing it. Uh, you know, like I said, as far as right now, um, if you if you've been around me for years, a lot of people in here have been around me for years. My demeanor has totally changed. Um, you know, I went from hope to, you know, to trying to be a cheerleader. And now it's like, I, <laughs> what y'all waiting for an invasion? Because that's what's happening. They're, they're sending all our money over to Ukraine. And guess what? We're about to get the Nazi battalion over here. They're going to, they're going to invade from the inside. So a lot of patriots that, that's talking that tough talk and, um, you know, that, that, yeah, we're going to go this, we're going to go to war. They're putting their players in. They they coming from they coming from the south of the border, so you getting all type you getting all types. They're going to flip the United States of America, period. So the more we sit back and point point fingers, and the more you sit back and say this is not my concern, black community, the more that you know these you know a lot of and, and I'm gonna say this and uh, and I got to stand on this because this is where a lot of this black on black crime stuff that we see. These people are not even from America. They're not even. They're not even African American. They're from somewhere else. They're, they're you know, and this is not a diss to any of my my African brothers, but they're from a different country in Africa. They're from they're from different places in South uh, South America, but they look like me. Um, and I and I'm seeing this as far as I'm seeing it more and more and more. But guess what? In the eyes of the government, that's black on black. Am I saying black people don't, um, you know, commit crimes? Yeah. Am I saying white people don't uh, commit crimes? Yes, we all do. But what they're highlighting and a lot of stuff that get highlighted, those are not real African-Americans. Those are not people that's from here. Those are other folks that, that happen to have black skin and, and you know, got their green card or whatever the case be or, you know, same situations. So. I, I want I want to tell you that we're getting toward our fabric is getting toward down, um, even in the black community. Um, they've been moving us out uh, for the Hispanic Latino communities. Um, a lot of people don't, you know, ask yourself why the government and why political figures uh, talk about black on black crime or black on white crime. But they don't tell you about black on brown or brown on black. They don't tell you those things. Because that would scare the black community, and it would scare the brown community when it's when it's uh, national news. Um, black and brown, we've been we've been warned for a while. Like, I mean, when I say a war, we it's been a war. Um, I see a lot of a lot of politicians that's on the Republican side, the MAGA side that push this. You know, black people are attacking white folks, whatever case be. No, we've been at war with with the the Mexican community for surprises the eighties. I mean, a real war. It hasn't been black and white like that. Like <laughs> as far as on the black people's end, I ha- it hasn't it hasn't been that those fights or those or those um or those wars that's that's way that that's wage. So what they do, they get us to um to be Democrats and they get us to you know accept their policies. And then they use the white person or the white man as the boogeyman, which, you know, we'll talk about that some other day. But they use that, that person as the boogeyman for these policies. Oh, we got to pass these policies because of this. And what they do, they gentrify the black community by bringing in the Latino community or the Hispanic community. And they put us in the same the same hood and we fight each other. 
So that this is this is a blueprint that's been going on, and it's gonna come to a theater near you, white folks. <laughs> I'm just letting you know they they already did they test, they already did they you know see how far stuff can go. Um, it's gonna come to a theater near you. So that border stuff, um, yeah, y'all, you know, y'all, it's been going on for a while. It's been going on for a long time, but you know, nobody really said nothing. Nobody did nothing. Democrats or Republicans. This is not a new, that border crisis is not something new. <laughs> it's, it's the oldest, oldest thing in the room, probably. But, um, just pay attention. Everything is black and white, you know, and, and, and until we sit back and, and have a, a civil discussion where it is, is out of love and not out of who's right and who's wrong, we're not going to get anywhere. If you're defensive, we're not going to get anywhere. If you're not open, you know, to, to deal with facts, um, nobody's blaming anybody in here that's a white person for what's going on. Only thing that you would get blamed for is ignoring what's going on. So now the tables is turning because they know that, you know, if it doesn't, you know, if you're not in that vicinity, it doesn't bother you. So now the tables are turning and I'm starting to see y'all getting treated like black folks. I'm just going to be honest with you. So I, I don't, and I, I know some white people at the house like, you damn right, Shaka. Y'all start, y'all about to start getting treated like white, like black folks if y'all, you know, ain't paying attention. So I yield. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't like you if you're an American born citizen here. You know, it's who gets put in office. It's always somebody from another country. And you assume just because they're white that their family wasn't born in Canada, they weren't born in um, Austria. They weren't born in the Panama. They weren't their their parents didn't grow up in Mexico just because they have a white skin. So all kinds of people coming over here, get running for office, and somehow getting in there. I asked a question one day on on Gab and uh, Gab dot com, a free speech platform. Um, pretty pretty, it's probably the biggest one um, outside of Twitter for it comes free speech. Um, but I asked this question. I said, "Don't y'all find it kind of strange how uh, you?" I, do y'all know very many Americans that go into these other governments and actually, you know, run for office and then they sit there and criticize and talk about how terrible their country is and, and get and, and live? Um, I, I don't know too many. And then, you know, some people are smart, Alex, and like, oh, they'll name like a couple. I said, okay, that's a couple. We have a whole bunch of them over here in Congress, the whole bunch of them in your, your local politics. So I, I, you only named a couple. So you just prove my point. You don't have a whole major list of Americans able to run and talk crap about a country, if they move there, get in political office, and say they need to dismantle their government and change it, and live. You don't see that. Why? But we can do that stuff over here? And we can have people from other countries come over here and decide they're going to rule us? And talk about, oh, our, our constitution is bad. Or this is everything how it was supposed to be is bad. But the thing is, they, they bank on the fact that you don't know what your rights are. They don't know how this government's operating. I bet a bunch of people think this country is a democracy because you hear people on the right and left call it a democracy all day, every day. We have to preserve our, our democracy. We have to protect our democracy. It's not a democracy. We have a constitutional federal republic. But they consistently call it a democracy because that's what they want you to think it is. That's not how we work here. So I think that is this a good time, Shaka, to go ahead and bring up some people. Bring up 
Bring them out. Bring them out. Yeah, he might as well. We get that. Because <laughs> I know when it, when it hit a certain time, you'd be like, I know both of us be like, okay, thank you. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> like, you know, so, yeah, we might as well. We, we, ch- we chatted enough, so. Perfect. Cole, you're up, sir. Please go ahead. Thank you, Donnie. It's our culture, guys. It's all about our culture. We got to change the culture. It's not about the right versus left. It's about educating our culture because it's a culture war. And they don't want it to say republic because we be educating people our way. They want us to say democracy to make it think like a democracy, not a republic. And really like it's a cult culture war at the finest because it's putting off it's putting everybody against each other and our and our cultures and stuff will be degraded each time it goes around and stuff. That's why they use events like 9-11 to do the Patriot Act. And now they're trying to deem the mega supporter as a terrorist because January 6th. So does it all connect dots? It's all about the culture, guys. Am I right, Donnie? I believe the culture is uh, definitely a piece of it. Like, you know, when he was discussing the chess moves and what people are doing, what they're using, I the whole culture thing is the perspective that they're doing. So I, I haven't blocked the person, but I mute one of them because all I see them is posting um, black people doing crimes and I'm like and I'm looking at people who are reposting it and I'm unfollowing them because you're adding on to this division that they're trying to accomplish here because when they when the left uses black people to do the whole oh look the, the cops are killing all black people hey um can you mute your mic for me Cole? I think I hear something um, when, when they do that but then you turn around and you see people on the right pointing out Oh, the guy that ran over everybody was black. Okay, but I thought we just said that someone's life was lost. A bunch of people's lives were lost. That was chaotic, but we're just going to focus on the fact that they're black. So when you repost those things, you share these things consistently. When you see them posted, then you're falling into this trap. They're doing it on purpose. So what's the culture war? Well, they're, they're creating the war. Like Shaka was saying. So that you, you'll turn your back on one side and the other. And when it happens, the other side is like, well, I don't care now. Oh, I don't care. I'm desensitized from it. 
They're trying to create a Yeah. We got so many people falling into it. That well, don't true. even realize it. Well, honestly, this, I think I kind of think it, it speaks volumes on their character and how they really really think though. For me, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be like, okay. Um I'm going to start sharing this stuff to make a perspective here. No, it's the, that I feel like you must have already felt that way in the first place. Cuz you know it's wrong if it's wrong. People know what's right, what's wrong. People decide to do what they want to do anyways because they want to prove something. Oh, you a bad person because I'm white. You call, you're gonna call me. You call me white supremacist five, six years. That was your turn. No, that says a lot about who you are as a person. You're not gonna be a bigger person. You're not gonna see that this was. Used people are sitting saying like, oh, fake news. The media. Look, there's sheep on this side, but you're literally the same thing that you're criticizing, right? And, and like it's a knowledge war. Too, because more knowledge you've got, sharper your blade is, and it's an information war. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want people have all this information on Twitter, saying it around, or on different platforms. Because it, it's Letting everybody's light bulbs go off. It's far sparking a different movement up if we give them this type of knowledge. They're thinking that way too. Mm-hmm. All right, Cole, I appreciate you for coming up. I was going to see if Shaka wants to add anything to what she had to say. But his mic isn't on yet, so I'm gonna. Go- oh, there it goes. I know he's nah, delayed. I just, by I just the way, want to say, Cully Cole, what up? What up, Cole? Um, you know, thank you for coming up. Um, yeah, what you're saying is on point, but you got to realize the culture war is what they always had us fighting against. So, um, you know, one thing about one thing about me is I'm a straight shooter. Uh, we got flaws in the black community. We got flaws in the white community. Period. Um, who's controlling the information? Who's controlling the school system? Uh, who's 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 using the school system now as a tool to push a, push a different um, you know message or a different um, Trojan horse? And you got to realize that everything um, you know. If Donnie let me stick, if she if she let me stick around, I start teaching more history, American history, and it's a lot of stuff. You know, like I said, I pride myself on that. Um, it's a lot of stuff that's not taught in schools. It's, I can sit back and do shows all day of stuff that's not taught in schools. You have a fight from the right that want to control the schools, and now you have a fight from the left that want to control the schools. When actually, in actuality, that both of them are are uh, purveyors of misinformation, or both of them are purveyors of what I would I would call, you know, um, I guess you want to say. A decline on on true history or or the truth. They they're they're liars. Um, it's half true. Whenever something's a half truth, it's a half lie. Um, so you have both people yeah. jockeying for position to to actually, um, you know, try to. Imp- but the you know one is more devious than the other, which I hate it because it's like 
we got some real good stuff that needs to be taught, but they're only trying to teach it for for a different reason, not for historical value, not for just knowing um, knowing what's going on and, and facts. It's more of a, a you know propaganda tool. Then you got the other side that's like, no, we're gonna stick to what we've been teaching you, and that's what you're gonna get. So that's why I say. In, in order for us to, to learn and truly um, accept one another, um, black and white, which we can sit back and pretend that everything is good, but it's not good. But, you know, once you, you sit back and lay everything on the table, then that's when we can heal from wounds. Um, you know, you, you, you heal from there. But when there's no healing because one person feel like they're inconsiderate to the other person's needs, then that's always going to spring hatred. That's always going to have um a niche of um you know jealousy as well so that's you know until we do that we're going to be stuck in the same we're going to be stuck doing the same dance to the same song yes that's what i'm saying more information that we got in our brains um more threat they want to cancel us on all platforms correct you know more knowledge no i appreciate you cole i said um i don't know if you're on twitter or anything but always like if you are follow me i'll follow you back but yeah we just you know just have we just got to break the ice um and, and stop you know a lot of us are being fake with each other um you know we're not truly uh uniting this in at the table it's like you know one person gotta gotta bend to make the other person comfortable and that goes for both sides but we should, you know, we should actually be be ourselves and sit at the table and see what we can work out. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Cole, for coming up here and dropping some gems. I appreciate that. Shaka, thank you. If you guys do want to uh, share your profiles in the live chat, please do that. Um, John, you're next. But let me look at some of these comments real quick because I haven't read any of them yet. Um, and it looks like some of them are missing. Because I think Shaka read something earlier someone else said, and I don't see that comment. But um, Jay says, Elon plays a huge role in the this last few pages. Just keep watching him. You can um, already see from the middle of the book he's been playing a role. Then again, all the elites play a role, don't they? Elon just has a bigger one. Joe said, yay, I made it. Hey, Joe. Jay says, facts. I don't make mistakes. Oh, flamethrower thing, goofy. Hold on. Let me see. John's going to go next. Oh, he's good. Um, as a patriotic veteran, I refuse to fight my fellow American until we have absolutely exhausted every other possible solution. I want to speak on that real quick. You know how they have us divided and attacking each other, especially during the, the Trump era. Like family pe- people in family groups were like not talking to each other, excommunicating, not going to people's weddings, um, co-workers and people you've been friends with for years. Um deem that since you supported Trump, they hate you. And then if you are a Democrat, same thing, vice versa. We're going to disown you. I want y'all to think about the Civil War. How many people who's um, in the same family were on opposite sides had to actually go to fight and shoot and kill each other? Because they're like, think about that. So, and they have us doing it now, not yet necessarily, you know, killing each other right now. We're not I guess technically in a sense we're in a, a war but different than like the civil war but think about the you know people like oh yeah my you know my uh, 
grandparents were, um, they fought for the Confederate Army, but my uncles, and then they fought for this uh, on the other side. And then you just think about how the government literally has families torn apart where they would go to war with each other and kill each other. That's, that's, that is insane. That's power. Like to have you killing your own family. They've divided us like that. And we're sitting back still defending both of these parties. Both, both, everybody's defending both these parties. But yet they've divided us like that. Um, let's see real quick. Um, a lady Q, um, uh, vice versa. Blacks can't see that standing by not being involved help cause issues too. Um, Jay says the Bible says to make any non-Christ follower as a slave, take those politicians and make them slaves since they think that they can make all of us slaves. I think we have more reasons to do that than just only the Bible to do that. Um, I don't know about the slave part. I think that's too kind to be fair, to be frank. Then, you know, they've been doing these for centuries. These same people have been in political power for a long time. You find out their daddy was like a New York. Cuomo's dad was the um, Cuomo's dad used to be a governor of New York, and then you have Cuomo and your, your mic. Your mic is. Uh, I don't know if you got your finger over. Is it doing it again? Nope. Is it better now? Good now. Okay. Then you have Cuomo. His dad was governor. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. Um, her her nephew is in office. Like this, as the governor. This stuff is, they've been keeping this money and all this stuff they've been stealing us and their families for generations. But taken from us and dividing us. So I think it ain't more than just making them slaves. Um, I don't know. My, the nicest version I can say is I think they should be exiled to Antarctica to give them a fighting chance. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I could think of. Um, the consequences of what they've done to the people in this country and how they've divided us. Um, but, John, go ahead. We'll get to the rest of the comments later. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie and Chaka, great, great uh, points, as usual. And, 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 and I agree. I mean, I think um, we're caught up in too many distractions. And a lot of the stuff I think we're talking about is distractions. I mean, what I've, you know, I've been put in, in Twitter jail for this. But what I've been keeping my eye on for quite a while now are things like, for example, like all these food processing plants that have been destroyed. Like last month, there were 12. And this has been going on month by month by month by month. And if you look at it, it's not just here in the United States, but it's a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, like, uh, you know, you see things like in Australia, for example, where, uh, what was it? Chickens, you know, 240,000 chickens. And, and, you know, so anyways, this is going on all over the world and it's going on here a lot. And I think what they're working towards is really, you know, there's going to come a time, I think, you know, could be as early as this summer or something, but where, you know, grocery shelves are going to start being bare. And I think, uh, you know, we, we don't see this coming. I think this is the this is the story. And, you know, when you talk about these bio labs that are going on, uh, again, the rumors are that I, I do think that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another bioweapon released. I don't it's not going to be covid because people are I mean, covid 
you know, 99.7 recovery rate, and it's even higher than that now. I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. It would have to be something else. And, and like I said, uh, you know, the big rumor is, you know, something concerning hemorrhag- hemorrhagic fevers. You know, there's things like Ebola and yellow fever and things like that. I mean, they don't care. They don't care if, if they're killing us. They don't. I mean, the tyrants that are in charge, I mean, tyrants don't give up power. They just don't. And I think um, we have to keep our eye on some of this stuff because I think that's the real story. And and, and you're right, Shaka and Donnie both. I mean, we get caught up in some of this. Um, you know, I don't want to say, you know, it's like culture and all that. But I mean, you know, we get caught up in this, uh, these incidences. And behind the scenes, I think there's a lot bigger stuff going on. And, uh, you know, it's brought up occasionally. But, you know, in the past, like when you posted on Twitter, you know, you, you get shut down. And it's happened to me when I when I uh, tweeted about some of this stuff. I mean, Tucker had a deal on a show a few nights ago. You know, and again, he talked about the 12 food processing plants just in the past month that were destroyed. And, uh, you know, if this trend continues, I mean, we're going to feel it at the grocery stores. I mean, if they can starve us, then they can then a lot of people have to do what they say. That's their thinking. And if they unleash like a, a bioweapon of some sort, uh, then they really got us. And, uh, you know, because people are going to be foraging for food. I mean, I know a lot of people now, every day they go to the grocery store and they load up on rice and lentils and beans. And, you know, I know one person that's growing a garden and stuff. And I said, well, you know, I said, that's all that's good, but, you know, you need to learn to defend yourself as well because if people know that you have all this stuff, guess where they're going? So, um, but it could get real nasty. It could. And uh, there's just some really disturbing trends that are happening that, that like what I just mentioned, and there's others that that uh, I think are the real story. And I think uh, sometimes I think a lot of this other stuff is just distracting us like this thing with i mean this hasn't i mean when a food processing plant was destroyed or caught fire i mean it was big news you know years ago and now it's just very common and uh, in fact now it's hardly reported but it keeps going on and on and on and uh sooner or later this stuff's going to affect us and uh you know if they get to the point where people are going to be starving and grocery shelves are bare uh that's a way that's a form of control right so uh those are some things that concern me and i know i don't know shaka and donnie what you think about that i mean i uh those are some things that bother me that are going on and uh i don't know what you think about it um i had mentioned it when um we first started you know, and that and, and that was one I, reason I, why I, I, I joined late. Uh, sorry about that. Okay, I didn't know that. No, no, you good. You good. I, I, I I'm just saying, as far as I mentioned it uh, when we first got on, that's why I didn't want to um, do the the Epstein, um, you know, part three because you know, like I said, as far as we got a situation like this, it sit on your heart because some people don't know what's actually going on. So right. I'm gonna take a step further, and some people might not like it. But um, I start paying attention to what we're talking about right now is when Trump sold um, when he when he did the deal with China for the rice. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, oh, Trump's the man. He sold China. And I said, nah, nah. 
China ain't buying rice from America. Like, nah, something, you know, and, and, and you know, of course you couldn't say nothing at that time because everybody was fanatics. You know, you can't, oh, I dare you say, I said, why is Trump selling America's rice to China? And I said, okay, I'm going to come, I'm going to come back to this. And what I, when I, this is me talking to myself in my head. Now I start to see all this stuff going on, the food shortages and, and everything else. And it's like, you just sold most of our supplies to these people and, you know, and, and they got rice over there. So how did you get rid of our supply? <laughs> you know, and it was Excellent like, point. Excellent you know, point. so I, I just, I just paid attention to it. Cause, um, and you just mentioned something that goes on with what I've been thinking like years ago. It's like you said, you know, people right now that go to the store, buy beans, lentils, and what you say, rice. Yeah. Beans, lentils, rice, uh, staples yeah. like that. Yeah. Those, those are, those are things that keep. So when they starve the world, China already got the supply. They're buying the supplies from, from Haiti. They're buying, buying the supplies. Excuse me. They're buying up the supplies in Haiti. They're buying up the supplies in America. It's like, why are y'all, you know, hoarding? all the rice. Now we can, we can start talking one plus one is okay. China has one of the top populations of people. They got to make sure that they got to, their people are taken care of and eaten while they starve everybody else into dominance. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a more sinister game than what's, you know, what's presented. And, you know, until we get out our feelings on, on these politicians, um, you're always going to be blinded. Once you, once you sit back and ask a politician, uh, why are you pushing the vaccines and why did you why did you sell all our, our supplies of rice to China? Then maybe we'll get somewhere. But um, right now it's just, you know, everybody's it's kind of like the blind leading the blind. So um, anybody that's listening, please stock up on your stuff. Um, stock yep. up on your stuff. Find out, find out how to, you know, just plant stuff as far as individual potting and learn how to plant um, you know, not, you know, in the field or anything else to learn how to plant where you got an extra room or a closet and you got, you know, you can put vegetables in there. So, and Shaka, you could do like hydroponic stuff yep. as well. And that, that really makes good use of space. I'm going to learn that because I'm going to yep. start getting into that. I've been like stocking up, not like some of my friends have, but I've been slowly stocking up on the same kind of stuff. You can, you can go to the stores, uh, and get it in bulk. Right. And and uh, and then you can like store it in these Mylar bags or something and they'll store like for years. And, uh, you know, I've got plenty of ammo and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, this is the next thing that I need to uh, stock up on. And and the other yeah. thing is like these things like with hemorrhagic fevers and stuff. You know, this is more serious. I mean, this will kill people. And, and uh, you know, like Ebola and yellow fever and all that, there is no cure for that stuff. And and you can't think that, no, nah, they wouldn't unleash that. Well, sure they would. I mean, you know, tyrants, they'll do anything to hold on to power. And uh, you can't put anything past them. But th- this is, but you're right. This is stuff that's already happening. And, and uh, th- you know, I think they are slowly moving towards uh, starving us and making food a lot scarce on the food shelves and things like that. It's going to be gradual, but, but uh, you know, it could really start hitting like mid to late summer, maybe. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, I think, like you said, it's a good, it's a good idea to start stocking up because I'm starting to do that. And a lot of people I know are starting to do that. And, you know, it's just kind of a gradual thing, but, um, but yeah, so. I think it's also like 
more than just stocking up. Like, learn like to grow your food because you're being fed fake food. Um, a lot of fake food, fake meat. Um, the FDA's approved people of companies giving us stuff isn't good. It's like we, you know, I need to learn myself. I'm working on that, I'm trying to learn how to grow my own stuff, eat it. I have family members who know how to hunt. Um, so when I want some food, meat, I'm gonna go where they got it because they were the ones who killed it. And then I have family members who know how to process their own meat, so you know they're getting the, the exact beer that they actually killed, <laughs> and not someone else's by the pound. Yeah, so, and, and I want to. I'm gonna try to get set up in a hydroponic thing in my, you know, around my house. You don't need that much space, really. Uh, and uh, but I just don't know anything about it. But you're right. I mean. We just need to take it on ourselves to learn that stuff. And uh, I don't know anything about it either. I mean, so far, I've just been, like I said, buying in bulk. And it's cheap right now. I mean, there may be a point where it's not down in the future. But right now, it's pretty cheap. You can get, a, you know, 100 pounds of it or something pretty, very, very yeah. reasonable. Be friends with your butchers, your local farmers. Be friends with those folks. Um, Good point. Also- also, um, like when they're trying to shut down their business, like, okay, we'll start giving all our business to them. We're not going to give our business to Walmart or the grocery store anymore. You have a deep, uh, get a big freezer and keep all that stuff in there if you're not going to want to. And honestly, if you think about the price, it's actually cheaper to, you know, to most likely have real food to eat. That's not like fake stuff they put together. Um, actually, I need, guys, I, I need to call my brother speaking of that because he's selling turkeys for $25 that are alive. And I'm like, how is it so cheap? He's telling me on Facebook, so if I see it, I'm going to tell him I'm going to share it because I don't know. I, where are you getting turkeys for $25? Unless they've been cheap, and I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I need to know, too, so I can put one on the leash. You're going to see me walking down the street with a leash on my turkey. So. Yeah. Well, you know, like in France, you know, people use geese to, you know, they're like guard dogs, right? But I guess they have, they can do dual purpose. I mean, you can use them as food, too, but but yeah. I mean, if you ever if you've ever tried to like a goose gets very protective of the house once it feels it's got a home, and so they can get pretty nasty if somebody they don't know comes to the house. <laughs> yeah, My dad got bit by one in his ear. He still got the mark. <laughs> <laughs> I got chased by some, but in Indiana, because oh, yeah. I, uh, I didn't like it. So. <laughs> okay, thanks so much for John for coming up here. I always appreciate you for coming here and um, dropping some gems. But uh, you guys, I'm going to add the website. In, of course, I'm going to add the website to the comment section. Make sure you subscribe to the website. There's also I'm going to I don't I'm not very good with uh, making sure I ask you guys to support what we're trying to do here by donating. Um, you can donate on the website. You can also look at the picture of the show and it has the Venmo. Um, on there is Donnie the Don. And also get more folks on here. Um, any way that you can contribute to what we're trying to accomplish here would be helpful. So say you brought 10 people on here next time you're, we're here. You've got 10 people who have, may not have heard this message before. It's so helpful that those things matter. So a lot of us have a lot of personal things I'm sure we're going through right now. And we we are really focused on those things. Yeah, you, you got your finger on the mic. Donnie, you're... Yeah, we, we can't hear you. What is, I'm like looking at the mic and I'm like, oh, I see it. It's so, oh, you know what, guys? I never realized it was my mic is at. I have a Note 10 and this little dot must be my mic on the bottom. 
Wow. So um, I'm not going to be your technology guru. That's what Robert does. Um, so I was telling y'all to go to my website, www.notpoliticalproperty.com. You can subscribe there, become a member. You can write up stuff on the form. You can also donate. I'm going to be looking for supporters and um, uh, subs- mm. sponsors. There we go. Um, because, you know, I'm trying to do a lot of different things. It's not free. Um, it takes a lot of time. And so if you guys can do so, there's actually merch too. It is not like, let's go Brandon. It's like property of God only, uh, the constitutionalists, like things like that on there. Things that actually you can wear for the rest of your life and not be a part of it. It's like, you know, some kind of trend at the moment. So yeah, check that stuff out and support any way you guys can. I would greatly appreciate that. And next up we have Robert and, um, who always keeps me in check with my technology. What's up, Robert? I will bring you back because your mic's not turning on. We're going to drop. Oh, there you go. Go ahead. The tech guys having technical difficulties. Okay, we're going to switch over to James. Hey, James. Hey, Donnie. Um, I just wanted to talk about how uh, we've been talking about, well, you've been talking about the uh, invasion at the border and um, that uh, Governor Abbott needs to declare that it is an, an invasion. And um, I just keep thinking about like, where's the local people at? Like, what are they doing? How come, uh, how come people aren't do aren't going there and doing doing some, uh, you know, volunteer border enforcement? Because like, I'm up here in Washington, you know, and if we were getting invaded from Canada, I'd be up at the Canadian border, like doing something. And um, there's these, and for people in Texas, it's like, okay, maybe you could have people. Like signing a petition, um, protesting or whatever. Like up here in Washington, I, uh, I collected petition signatures to get marijuana legalized here in the state. So, um, I, I just don't understand why. It, I mean, maybe some people are doing something, but I don't think I've, I never hear about anybody doing anything. Like we know the Border Patrol ain't doing shit. They're doing this catch and release bullshit where they're like, okay, uh, we caught you and here's a court date and they never show up to their court date. So they're just like here in America, like going wherever they want now. And so like somebody that's there needs to do something or, or like I've been thinking like, I don't know, like I, I've said before that I would want to move there. Um, but <laughs> It might take me a while to save up enough money to do that. And um, I've been thinking, I don't know, maybe I could start some GoFundMe or something to do uh, some volunteer border enforcement. But uh, GoFundMe would probably shut that down. So here's, here's a couple of reasons I can give you why I think that the people aren't. One one reason, actually, there were um, Facebook groups and people were are you trying to plan to do those things. Um, the government basically told them that they would be arrested. They don't have the authority to do that and they will get in trouble. So that's a fear piece. And the fact that they divided people, like when they had the group set up to go do things, they got rid of those groups on social media so they wouldn't be able to do it. 
Also, they say they're going to deem people as criminals for doing so. They say they don't have the authority to do so. And people are afraid. Another reason why is because they've been acting like and telling people that Greg Abbott's been doing something when he hasn't been doing something. So it depends on what news you're listening to. You may think that Abbott's doing something. Oh, look, Abbott's adding up these um, barbed wire fences that people can just knock over with a truck and get over. Or he's using these um, these containers to sit there and block the border. He's not doing anything. So people literally have sit there. I'm sitting there arguing with them. Oh, Abbott's doing something. Abbott's doing something during the the Republican primary. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. Wait, Abbott's not doing anything. Let's make it news now. So there's this misinformation right there claiming that he was doing something when he wasn't. And also those who did say they want to go to the border and fight at the border for him. They said, if you do, we're going to deem me as criminals. That's why you don't see a lot of things going on out there. That's why you see people like me pressuring Abbott so much and try to bring attention to it. But I don't have a mega, a mega, uh, mega platform where everyone in the nation, if I type up something, it's going to be in the newspapers and everyone's going to see it. No, they don't want y'all to see that he was never doing anything about it in the first place. It's been going on, like Shaka said, for a long time. Neither party deems, really seems to care. They just pretend like the, they do care about the border. They don't. If Texas really cares, then we wouldn't have sanctuary cities at all in Texas. We have a lot of sanctuary cities in Texas where they protect illegals before they protect people, the actual citizens here. Well, there's got to be some people that don't care what the law says, like that don't care about, like, you know, uh, them saying that, uh, you know, they'll get arrested or whatever, because I don't. I don't care. Like, I'll go down there if I can. I'm too far away. I'm up here by the fucking Canadian border. So, um, like, I, I would not be too scared of getting arrested. I would take that to court. I would um, get myself a – I would uh, have a jury questionnaire, and I would have uh, – be like – I would make sure that we had – that there was at least one person on that jury that was uh, sympathetic to – my ideas. You only need one person on a jury to say not guilty to uh, have a hung jury and uh, not be um, not be convicted. Do you want to risk your life on a jury? So let me tell you. I want you to do me a favor too, James. I want. You I wouldn't to look be up, afraid to. I wouldn't be I, afraid of that. I want you to look up some stuff. Uh, you, you know, people say they're not afraid until you read what exactly what they can throw at you if you lose. You could lose everything, especially in Texas. I, I don't care. I, I'm willing to, to lose everything. James, James, you had to listen to like have a conversation. I just yeah. Respond. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying I'm I wouldn't be afraid to lose everything. Well, then come on down right now. Okay. I mean, I I don't have the money to just fucking pick up See, and see because everyone right has now. a reason. Your reason's money. Well, yeah, I can't afford it. Hey, I I said I would start like some kind of go fundraising thing, like. But I mean, that would probably get shut down. So I'd have to, I don't know, be discreet about it or something. I'm, but I'm trying to warn you, James. Texas is probably the most corrupt state in this nation. Come on, JFK was murdered here. Like, broad daylight. Come on. So let me tell you, I think how we can really solve this issue is, you know, respond and try to be organized. We got to have better sheriffs. If have sheriffs that actually uh, uphold our constitutional rights, that's that's we need these local people protecting us from our federal government and our state governments and what they're yes, doing. If you have a sheriff, 
if you have if you have sheriff's departments along the border that aren't actually ran by people who ran across the border and got elected there in the first place, you will have a better chance of protecting our country at the border. But people have ignored it. Like, you know how cheap the land is down there at the border? People don't want to go live down there. There's a reason why it's so cheap. Because then you yeah. could protect your property if you own that land down there. But people don't want to buy it. People don't want to live down there. I mean, do we need to have a whole bunch of us move down there and buy that land? I think we should. But who's going to fund it? Who's going to pay for that? Because you can literally buy 40 acres uh, for like $13,000 down there at the border. But the reason why, who okay. the land? The cartel, China, the U.S. government, and it's cheap. All right. But um, my my idea was, you know, the, the volunteer border enforcement thing. But, um, okay. They can volunteer Look, and buy I, some land your, and then protect that land. I've heard your arguments against that. But, like, the other things that I said was, like, what about the the petitioners and protesters? Like, how, how come there's none of that? Like, the, sure, you said like misinformation and stuff like that. Um, but somebody's got to be spreading the uh, true information to uh, counter the misinformation down there. And yeah. um, there was a man in the uh, in the '60s. He was actually a Democrat, and he was a Unionist, and he, he was a Latino man. And um, he used to go down to the border and uh, he would um, beat up illegal immigrants and send them back to Mexico. And <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, like, how come we don't have like the Proud Boys down there? I mean, I'm sure well, that they well, would be they're afraid of getting arrested or whatever. But um, well, OK, but James, um, I'm going to say this again. Um, look up Texas politics. People who have stood up and fought against it. Look at what's going on with their life right now. They are probably on on signs as your billboards and stuff. They're being deemed as something that they're not when they stand up and say something. So they can try to get you to shut up and don't say anything. Yeah, I, I think you really need to pay attention and look at the Texas politicians. I mean, politics, not the politicians only. Politi uh, politics here, and you'll see how corrupt they are. You see that the, the Republican Party in Texas said that the elections were clean and fair, and there was no problems. And it, that's a lie. They're on the same side as the Democrats when it comes to that. So it sounds nice, like, you know, dandy to be Captain um, America, and I want to go and fight the border. That's how you get killed. That's how you get locked up. And then you, then you can't be um, useful for the community at all in that state. I just want you, I appreciate you for coming up here and saying that, but I want you to really sit back and think about that um, and how we can do that. And also we don't, say, we should necessarily say that on the shows where they're listening and they can try to figure out who you are and where you are and then try to deem you as a, uh, you know, what we've been talking about earlier. So, because we, like, we can't be like telling plans out in the open too, because that's how they get people. So, so you may start GoFundMe and you realize it won't work. We'll see. So let's just, yeah. let's, Let's come back and I want you to think on it some more and then actually like do some research into to Texas politics. Very corrupt. Um, how this is operated. This has never, this has not been always, um, uh, I guess a red state. It was, it was blue for a very long time. Okay. And people just probably just switched instead. They were freaking Republicans and they're whole Democrats, but it doesn't really matter. Like I said, either way, it's the unit party. They both are against the people and. No party here has been saying they defend and want to fight with at the border. 
none of them. And they, none of them said, oh, if these people go and fight at the border to protect our country, then we'll protect them and get them out of jail. Just like Kamala Harris and them were doing for the Antifa people. Yeah, none, none of them are saying those kind of things. Because, you know, everyone needs a hero. But James, I appreciate you for coming up. We have not heard from Johnny yet or Jeremiah. Um, I'm going to shut this down no later than the two hour mark. So you guys go ahead and speak, but let's, uh, let's not get crazy. Jeremiah, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, going back earlier, uh, the, the things going on, uh, it's way beyond culture. It's way beyond politics. It's way beyond many things that people even believe. It doesn't even have to do with really anything to do with the land anymore either. It really all boils down to simple biblical matters. It's nothing more, nothing less than that. I mean, we see now there's like... Like 20 years ago, if you would have been talking about demonic stuff, I'm talking about early 2000s. If you're talking about demonic stuff, people would sit there and like, I, I, I can't say 20 years ago, they would have killed you. 30 years ago, they would have killed you for demonic stuff. But now you see everywhere, everyone is like obsessed with demons. They're obsessed with uh, demonic, like like people think that demonic things are hot now. Like it, it is the new trendy thing to be demonic to talk about being demonic to pretend you're a demon to all, all of this stuff you have to ask yourself why why did netflix tweet out the other day a picture saying praise satan like they say it's simply for a movie it's simply to be funny as a joke but netflix literally tweeted out the other day praise satan like it's not it, it is more obvious than anything like you it, you can't get around that they are trying to let satan in and people are still trying to ask who the shadow president is because we are we all see the shadow government we can all see that it's there we just don't know who it is right but the shadow president the shadow government itself is literally just satan they all work for satan who else would it be besides satan himself he's the one working behind the scenes it's, it's obvious and like everything to do with with modern day is all biblical it it's where we are in the last pages like not not just the last book anymore it's the last pages and it, it's coming it, it can that there's only one way to avoid it because you, it, we can either go with the two-thirds being erased or everyone being erased and it all depends on what happens in the next few years because the next few years are the last few pages and that's that's all it really is. They're attacking anyone who lives godly. I know this personally because I was fired from my job for being Christian. And I live in Florida. The most freest of all the states. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I think there is a... I myself personally, I'm not going to speak for a shock or anything, but myself personally, I do think there's a big reason why I feel like, you know, things have turned out the way they have in this country because we turn our backs on uh, God and then we turn to politicians for to, to save us and celebrities and political parties and other human beings. And you see people worshiping false idols. Well, what, what do y'all expect to happen if that's how we're going to be as a nation? 
So maybe this nation don't need to be the promised land anymore. Um, so either we, what are we going to do? Just going to let America fall and crash or are we going to do something about it? Or are we going to keep hoping Republicans are going to save you or a Democrat or, um, Trump or DeSantis or any of these people that people have been praising as if they are, um, some kind of savior? We can't look to any politician. We can't look to any political party. We can't look to anyone to save this country except for the people itself. We have to actually save it ourselves. There's, yeah. We can't look at a political party to save us. We can't look at the government officials to save us. No celebrity is going to save us because all of the politicians, all of the elites, and all of Hollywood, all of the celebrities, they all work for Satan. How are they going to save us? They're the ones causing the problem. They're not going to save us from the problem they're causing. They're causing it for a reason. Absolutely. And quickly on that note, um, we're going to get uh, to Robert and Johnny next. Um, Wendy, Wendy uh, Rogers. I, I saw some things that were questionable about Wendy, but um, and I have to also remind myself sometimes too. Well, they actually do that to also get rid of certain people and make you not like them anymore. Because they want to get rid of that voice. I don't know if I've seen anyone else post something like this, but she posted that, um, wait, she said abolish all government except essential services and national defense. I'm like, I reposted it and I was like, we need to talk. So if you're going to be in the, in the office and you're going to speak like that, then, you know, we'll, we'll see if you're really about what you're talking about. Well, we'll you are you going to denounce your party and what you're doing to to stand with the people? Then I wanted to talk to you, Shaka. What do you think about that? I actually sent this to you. You think it's political theater too? I'm questioning here. I asked it in inbox me, so yeah, it, it's it's theater. <laughs> like that goes with the defund the police and everything. Like you know, it, it's just it's it's sweet ear music. So I said. <laughs> it is if I if I talk that talk to you and get you to like me, then what? You know, and you gotta and some people gotta realize that uh, Democrats and Republicans are both um, you know, if I was let's just say I'm a mastermind and I ain't even gotta be a mastermind, I go get a politician and say, Okay, speak the lingo of the Republicans, speak the lingo of America first, uh go speak the lingo of uh, you know, you're a Christian, you're this, you this, you this, you for fabric of America. And see how many people are gonna support you on that. You already you already won off of that. You know, that's it. You won. Well, the thing about this is my question to you. She said abolish the government though. That's not uh, a Democrat Republican talking point. So I wanna see if she really means what she says. I said I, 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 I offer I would love I would love to, I would love to hear that conversation. Let's say that. Me, me too. Um <laughs> So I am, hey, y'all, I put that link in the live. Y'all go and repost it and y'all tag Wendy like crazy and tell her, uh, let's see if you mean what you say. And you can, you talk to Donnie, you talk to uh, us over here in this community and see what you, if you really mean what you say, are you just trying to get retweets and likes? And you know what I think too? I think we already started a trend and they, they seen it and they're trying to make it trend under their stuff. Well, we talk about dismantle and uh, get rid of and abolish all parties and then deem Democrat Republican Party as terrorist organizations. I think they're trying to fish and see about how many people actually like that stuff, too. That could be it, because that's not a talking point for the establishment. They don't want that to happen. So I'm, I'm just I'm curious what her um, intentions were putting that up. 
And like I said, you guys, if you have Twitter, if you would have Twitter and you haven't used it in years because you're probably in your brain thinking, I don't use Twitter like that. I'm not on there. Go ahead and reactivate your account. Go in, tag um, Wendy and say, you need to come and talk to Donnie and Shaka. Quit playing. We want to see if you're about it or you're not. So, Johnny. Here's Johnny. I definitely want to hear that conversation. What's good, Johnny? Hey, hi. Hi, guys. I want to see if we can do a thought experiment here real quick. Uh, I am 61 years old. I, uh, at 1976, I was 16 years old. And I think uh, it was right around that time, surely by the early, early 1980s, neoliberalism had really, really set in. So I want to I want to ask you guys, can you try and imagine in the 1940s, 1950s, what life was like for the average everyday working class American? From what I understand, we can call that the golden age of capitalism. People were buying houses. They were buying Johnny, cars. are you really doing this again tonight? Am I what? Are you really going to do this again tonight with this old neo-capitalism stuff again? Because well, that's not what ask, we're talking about. I, well, <laughs> well, well, actually, the, the caller previous was talking about the border and protecting the border, right? Mm-hmm. And all, all worried about the immigrants. And it made me wonder... Would we be talking about this sort of thing if we were prosperous? Because we could really for sure say that since the 1980s, wages have fallen and we're more in debt. And this is by design. So my question mm-hmm. is, my question is, can you imagine what we would be talking about if we were being prosperous? If our children are going to school and not having to pay an outrageous amount of debt to bankers, if we were actually could afford a 40 hour work week, what would we be talking about? Can you imagine? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. What, 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 what would it be? What do you think? I'm just, Hey Johnny, you know, how I love you and I got a lot of respect for you, but like, Every single, sh- almost, not yesterday, but almost every show you come up and, and do that. And I know you have a show. I saw you had it on earlier. And let's be fair to the audience, too, so we can kind of stay on task. Because like, if you have something you want to push, you definitely can. But this is not, this wasn't one of those shows, like, we can do that. Um, so, so it's but not this fair to ask? It's, it's, you're asking every, ep- every show. And we've talked about it a, yeah. a lot of times that you come on here. And you push it that you fight capitalism and then you blame capitalism for all our problems. And we literally just talked about all these different things that are causing problems. And then, um, we're, we're doing that because here's the thing. I get it. You guys, you want to come up and you want to have the audience to say certain things you want to say. But then what happens is, and I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to single you out, Johnny, cause you're not the only person that does it, but. We're trying to accomplish some things here. And then when you come up here, when you start pushing your own narrative, sometimes it makes me, it makes sometimes, like I said, I do respect you. I like a lot of things you have to say, but it makes you like want to not turn the mic on because I know you're going to do that. And it's not just you. Other people do it too. I, I just really want to say focus on the certain, the topics we're having that day. If you want to uh, have a show and let's discuss it, I have um, an option in my, my website. On notpoliticalproperty.com, you can request to be a co-host, and we can actually sit down together and then have the discussion together. Then, to be fair, you can do that, and I will schedule one with you, and we can have that discussion. About so we're not like uh, deteriorating too much for what we're talking about. Um, we can't do that here and now at the moment, 
but I will be very open to have a, a co-host discussion with you about what you're trying to push. So you can fully get it out and I have to like, you know, drop crumbs in each of the episodes. I will give you that platform um, because I do care about what you have to say. Fair I just enough. want to be fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank of course. Okay. Of course. Go ahead and Bye. go to the website tonight and put in there. I'll check it and I'll we'll schedule one together. Okay. Okay. All right. Good deal. Okay, perfect. I will. And um, next up we have Robert. I hope your mic is working now. Robert? There you are. Oh, he fell off. Cole's back up here. Cole, did you come back up here to close it out in um, prayer? Is that what you came back up for? Because you, because that's what you do at the end now. Let me add you, and then we can close out in prayer, and then we can close out the anthem after uh, Shaka and I have some closing statements. Um, is that what you came back up um, for? Cole? And if you are not able to grow food in your yard, you also can go to mypatriotsupply.com. Um, and I can, I can close this out in prayer, too. Okay. Um, I'll keep you wait, 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 wait. One second. Don't do it yet. Robert came back up here, so I'm going to pull him over and again. And I'm going to let Robert speak. Yeah, and then I'll bring, I'll pull you back over. Thanks, Cole. One second. Um. Okay. Robert, let's see. Third time's a charm. Hmm. Dude, this Robert always has good stuff. He's the flamethrower, and for some reason, his mic does not want to work today. Hey, have you checked your um your studio? No, he's gone. Shaka, did you want to have any closing statements before uh, Cole uh, closes out in prayer, and then we close out our anthem? No, um, go uh, no, go ahead. Um, like I said, thank you for allowing me to be on. So appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm so glad that you uh, you're here on Thursdays with us. It's it's amazing. Cole, go ahead and close this out, and then I'm gonna close out in prayer. And guys, our anthem is a lot. It's actually a piece of our Declaration of Independence. It's to remind you guys every single day that we don't have to deal with this BS if we don't want to. So, um, Cole, please go ahead. God, please enlighten people on this journey together. Please let us be the light in the darkness. Please let us be your light so we can sign people towards you, Lord, because the, um, we want to be the one third that goes to heaven, not the two thirds that will burn up. We want to be the ones that are the truth seekers, the truth tellers. And through our voices, we try to lead people to the truth. 
and the one we do, they will, I believe it goes like this. When people are saved by Jesus Christ, their eyes are open. But when they're not saved, they cannot see the truth. But everybody who is speaking tonight, their eyes are already open. So we need to open other people's eyes through what we are talking about and everything like that in Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And Amen. Thank you so much, Cole. I appreciate that, you so much. That, and then we're gonna go oh, and then we're gonna go ahead and close out on that prayer, um, our anthem. Here we go. I think yeah. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed but when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Ghani the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. You know, I normally don't say things afterwards, but I love that 60 of y'all are still here afterwards. Uh, God bless you all. Y'all have a great evening and good night. Bye.